Lizzie. Happy Tuesday, Club. Hi, Andy. Happy Tuesday, Club. On an actual Tuesday. Actual Tuesday, Club returns. It does indeed. And this is very, very strange. This podcast will go out a week today, Mm -hmm. which is way, way ahead of schedule of what we normally do. We're just being incredibly productive this week, so we're two days ahead of when we normally record. Yes, but you can guarantee that I will be uploading this, as usual, at the very last minute. It's fine. Old habits die hard. We have to be true to our brand. Right. What did you say to me the other day? We are sticking to our roots. Exactly. We can't forget where we came from. Stay humble. Don't be fooled by the rocks that we got. (laughs) Didn't take you long, did it? Didn't, did not, no. There is always a song in my heart and a lyric just waiting to come out. I have just done a hit workout before Amazing. we jumped on here. It's taken all of my willpower to convince myself to do it. I've just got really, really out of the habit and I've been really unmotivated for working out. Mm. Don't know why, don't know where that's come from, but I have just been sat all day long. I've had quite a busy day. Tuesdays are always really busy at work because I've got loads of meetings. So I was like, no, you need to to move a bit. So I just put a 20 minute HIIT workout on my Apple fitness thing. And it was a brand new workout just uploaded. And it was to throwback hits. Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, TLC, Five, S Club 7. I mean, the playlist was amazing. Are you sure this was on Apple Fitness and you hadn't just accidentally called me? Because uh, yeah, that sounds like me. Logged into your Spotify. Yeah, it just sounds like, you know, I'd accidentally called you or something from my pocket and you just caught a glimpse of what I listen to on a daily basis. It was so motivating, though, you know, to go from, right, you really need to do something and dragging myself into gear to then the first song coming on. And I was just like, yes, this was the right decision. You see, we advocate kitchen discos all the time, and that is usually the perfect soundtrack for it. But if it works for hit workouts, too, go for it. Yeah, 20 minutes while my tea was in the oven cooking. (sighs) I mean, that is a level of multitasking. I can only aspire to because I focus on my tea cooking or finishing work or something whilst tea cooks. I can't think, oh, I've got this long and I'm going to do a workout. This is my way of saying I haven't done one this week or since we last spoke. (laughs) I have been told that I am very efficient and... Yes, I got very, very prepared because I had a pie for tea and that I made the other night, so it was ready to go. So I could just shove it in the oven, nice and quick. So northern. <laughs> uh, well, it was like phyllo pie, not a stodgy, thick crust on top. It was a bit lighter. A summer pie. <laughs> Actually, that's a complete lie. It was covered in gravy. So you are truly northern then, yeah, after it is all. Yeah, pro- proper, proper northern tea, that. Good, good. You can take the girl out of Yorkshire exactly well how has it hasn't quite been a week this week so how's your last so many days been pub there was a bit of pub nothing too crazy okay um i'm trying to think what i have done you know you can tell that i'm really really prepared for this episode i was i was gonna say what day of the week is it then it's obviously tuesday but i don't know what have i done i obviously haven't done anything particularly productive have you painted yet you know what Yes, I have. Amazing. We didn't talk about this because we had that week off. But yes, I have painted the kitchen. And 
oh my god how much better does it look just from a fresh lick of paint same color and everything but just freshen it up and it looks so much brighter and ready for spring and yeah why did i put that off for what was it four months are you technically trying to tell me then that this podcast is getting in the way of you being productive because the week that we've had off you've actually ticked that off no comment you're on okay we'll go with this is a very productive podcast and that was just needing to be done. I knew you were going to keep asking and asking and asking and I couldn't keep saying that no, I hadn't done it. Right. That's how I felt about workouts and look where that got me. Yeah. Injured. <laughs> Injured, but in love with working out. It is true. Time has been against me this week. That's what I'm blaming. I'm back to using old school reasons for not doing things and not finding the time. So I am desperate to get back into a routine. I I don't want it regimented. I just needed some time and now I need to get back into it. So what do you think has been eating up your time or is it just trying to find that routine again? I'm with you on this. Like, I just feel like the last few weeks, everything's been turned upside down and like in the best way possible because we've got a few more like different freedoms and things that we can do. So it's like, right, how do we fit that into our routine? Because we got so used to doing absolutely nothing. Right. It's just not been something I've prioritized this past few days. I was meant to do some of the weekend. I ended up prioritizing some painting myself. So I finished off a wall that I had been putting off and just little bits ticked off. So I'm I'm very happy that I've done that. But I knew that if I didn't do a workout then I wasn't going to get the time. And each night now I'm like, there's something that I should what is it that I should be doing? I should be and then it gets to sort of eight, nine o'clock at night and I go Ah, it was a workout I was supposed to be doing. Oh, and then what? It's too yeah. late. Can't possibly do it at eight, oh. nine o'clock at night. Oh, yeah. All the experts would, would agree with me, I'm sure. I'm sure there's many reasons not to work out post 8.30 at night. Is that your curfew, is it? My, my, I mean, my curfew is probably about... 6.30, but that's just because I'm lazy after that. I have to take Oscar out for um, a little loo break before we go to bed. And I quite often see people out running. And this is like 10 o'clock at night. You know, I live on quite a busy street. And there are people out like full-blown running at 10 o'clock at night. But would you? Just no, just in general? Just No, I don't think I would run late at night. Mainly because I'm a grandma and I like to be in bed at a reasonable hour. I guess maybe these people are like shift work or something it's the only time they can go but I always just I'm just like I couldn't think about going for a a run and then coming home and going straight to bed yeah no that's true actually because actually if their 12 hour clocks are thrown the other way that's their 10 a.m so actually yeah it's perfectly normal for them to be out running yeah but I always find that a bit strange so you've been painting that was one thing that you've done this weekend and you've squeezed a workout in but You also said on the last episode that you were actually going to go and have your first outing, get get some friends together. I think you were going to a new bar or restaurant that had opened up near you. How was that? Do you know what? It was amazing. It was lovely to actually be out and feel normal. But I don't think it's a new place. I think uh, I've never been, but so it was new to me. But it's just felt very strange because actually we were seated outside in the very small outdoor dining section that they're allowed to use right by the main door on very low chair and table situation. Just very, imagine like 
you're meeting friends for casual coffee type low table and chairs. Then it was an like hour. the table, table and chairs and friends. That low sort of table, yes, yeah. It, it was just outdoor dining, but that sort of low and good reference back to Central friends Perk. There. That was I was trying to remember what the cafe was called. What the tables and chairs are like in Central Perk. Yes, because that is actually where my mind goes to. And anyone says coffee shop, it doesn't matter how many open up in my town, and there are hundreds. Central Perk is the go-to coffee shop, which I've been in. I've done the Friends experience. I mean, why wouldn't I? Of course you have. Of course I have. (laughs) Could I be more of a fan? Um, no, so it was, it was really lovely, but it was just really strange because you've got a curfew on a table. Like this one had, it said it had an hour. We ended up with an hour and a half, but it just didn't feel long enough to get in a catch up. By the time you've looked at what you want to order, made comments about that, you haven't actually caught up about everything else. And, um, so we went on for when we eventually found somewhere, cause we hadn't pre-booked ahead anywhere. You said to me last week about you and a friend winging it and going in to see if there's any bars that would just you know let you in we walked all the way up this strip of bars that were in the local town and got right to the top and this little wine bar just sort of said yeah sure come and sit down so that was really nice but it just it felt really strange it I can't deny it for me it it was great but it felt strange because it's still on your mind and I don't know why everyone seemed to be enjoying themselves and and being sensible but at the back because it was my first time out like that it was just there you know I don't know why it is quite overwhelming and everything that we've been told over the last few months is about staying at home and being cautious and keeping socially distanced from people so to suddenly have to flip and change that and suddenly it's okay to do all of these things that is quite a big adjustment I've been doing lateral flow tests twice a week me too so you can order online through the government website or the NHS website home testing kits they arrive within a couple of days and it's really really easy And the government are encouraging everybody to order these kits. They're completely free um, and to test. And then when you get your test results, whether it's negative or positive, to report the results. And it really helps with the NHS, with the statistics and just tracking what's going on. So I've been doing that twice a week now for the last three weeks. And for me, that's giving me a bit of peace of mind. I know that that doesn't help me when I'm coming into contact with other people and I don't know what other people have got Mm -hmm. but I know when I'm going out and about that I'm doing my bit to kind of keep people safe yeah that's really good I did exactly that I've been doing the same and did one of those lateral flow tests it's weird isn't it because I sent a picture to the people that I was meeting on Friday night saying look I've even tested myself for you you know I'm all good um just as a joke more than anything else but I look back on that and I think what a strange thing to send like there's it's not like you know you'd go on a date and send them a picture of of your last you know your blood test that you've had or something do you know what I mean it's just very (laughs) very strange no it is weird but some people are really really anxious about it and that is absolutely fine and so if you can do something to sort of help alleviate that or if it helps yourself but it is a massive readjustment I was a little bit apprehensive but then as soon as I got in the pub I was like I've missed this (laughs) yeah as soon as that first drink hit it was anyone's uh, game after that wasn't it (laughs) yeah yeah I think as well I've been staying in my local area and it's 
much more residential and it's more like your local pubs and so there's huge kind of outdoor seating areas everything's really really spread out and the staff are amazing and you're not kind of piled on top of people there have been some images of sort of in the Manchester city centre things being a little bit more busy and a bit more crowded I think it's all still been managed properly I don't think there's anything untoward going on but I know that that might feel a bit more overwhelming being in the city centre but kind of around where I am in the suburbs it's really really chilled and I think that just helps to feel a little bit more relaxed about it because you're sat down at your table you order everything at the table and you don't need to kind of get up and move around unless you're sort of coming or going or nipping to the loo. Dangerous though, because if you don't have to stand up at all at any point and you've had a few, we all know that feeling the first time you stand up to go. Indeed. And do you know what I love? And I really, really hope that this lasts way beyond the pandemic. And that is the ordering on an app and it just arriving at your table. (laughs) Not having to queue at the bar and elbow past people. And I just love it. It's such a nicer, easier way of ordering at a bar isn't it it's a wonderful way it was uh, very seamless where i was in terms of the order situation i mean there's plenty of comedians that are going to be out of a job for all of their jokes about bar etiquette you know the whole hand on the bar situation the where do you go to stand to get your place how do you get seen by the barman none of that needed anymore just literally plug and play get on the app get your order in you know how i feel about things being fair well nothing's fairer than the app everyone will get served in the correct order wow nice and quickly this is right up your street isn't it (laughs) it is yes you can't see this on the podcast i can see the happiness in lizzie's eyes right now everything nice and fair organized fun exactly we're going back to that monica ism and we'll come back to it again i am sure it is ingrained within you yes i am definitely half monica good okay so speaking of things that we are enjoying coming out of lockdown i've got a question it's more of a query that i need your advice on okay okay agony aunt lizzie okay so haircut situation so obviously i'm very happy that the hairdressers have reopened yeah don't get me started on this oh okay yeah because i said you may have to book in and it may take some time and it's taking a very long time (laughs) fine you can hibernate or if you need it hats i'm sure just say they're protecting from the sun that sort of thing yeah i mean sorry to cut in here but I made my appointment, I think, three weeks ago. So I'd emailed my hairdressers. They were saying, contact us if you want to be put on the waiting list and we'll get in touch with you once we're ready to start making appointments. So dropped them a little email and then when they reopened, they rang me up. The earliest possible appointment they could get me was the 19th of May. Wow. Um, So I asked if they could get me in before the 8th of May because that is my birthday. And they said, he almost laughed down the phone at me. I was like, no. So the 19th of May is okay. the day that I am on countdown till. And and as you've said before, you cannot go elsewhere. So No, and it's fine. I mean, I've gone this long, so what's another few weeks? But it would have been nice to have it done for my birthday, but there are worse things that could have happened. You can class it as a birthday treat if someone bought you a a hair voucher for your birthday or something and that's when it's booked in for yes a little present to myself exactly exactly well here's where my quandary lies because i am booked in 
with the guy who used to cut my hair, okay? I was very excited about it, but the problem is I last saw him in December, I want to say. It was December, probably before Christmas. Yeah, yeah, I think we... It was January, wasn't it? Yeah, beginning of December, things like that closed, wasn't it? Yeah. Like so when the gym, mid, mid-December when all the gyms and hairdressers closed again. Yeah, I mean, it feels like a lifetime ago, but since they, I'm glad they've reopened. But I've got quite short hair. I haven't gone for the sort of full lockdown look that I could have gone for. I've only grown my hair long once in my life, and many people commented how much better it was after I cut it off. So I've not gone back to that, and I haven't used lockdown as a chance to... How old were you when it was long? Uh, So it was our placement year of uni. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say when you were at school, because I was like, I definitely don't remember you with long hair. No, and that's why I grew it during the year when people that knew me wouldn't see it. I reinvented myself to the people that I was meeting that year. And then before I left, I sort of had this big cutoff grand reveal of this is me all along. (laughs) So have we got photographic evidence of this? We do have photographic evidence somewhere. That I, surpri- I need to see this. I need to see it. It also involves highlights as well. Oh, wow. Mm, because there was highlights I've in the... Like- Robbie Savage in my mind. <laughs> Probably not far off, uh, sadly. But it was. it's because I had highlights from about the age of 16... 15, 16, something like that, with shorter hair. I remember you having highlights at uni. Yeah, yeah. And then I grew and then I met people at uni that would do a lot more with their hair. So I tried to do a lot more with what hair I had. And then I continued to get it highlighted whilst growing it longer. And yeah, Vidal Sassoon and Nikki Clark have got nothing on me. Oh, no. (laughs) I just, I'm glad that it's, it's not now at the height of everyone having social media because it was still about I don't think I had so uh Facebook until I went on that year that says how long ago it was okay well I I need to see pictures of this here we go I will say now I will share a picture with you that I will be happy as a throwback for our insta I was gonna say it will definitely go on our yeah Instagram. I knew it would anyway I mean there's I, everything I sent to you might as well have a disclaimer that it may at some point end <laughs> on insta I always ask your permission. No, I know, I know, I know. But I kind of do it in the the hope it'll end there. I just want these things out there in the the wide (laughs) world. But I have a dilemma because I invested, knowing that I would likely not see him to cut my hair anytime soon. And I didn't do this in the first one. I just sort of trimmed it every now and again. But luckily, they reached a point where they reopened. But I thought, I'm not being fooled again. So I've been getting the clippers on my hair. I've been cutting away. I've been actually quite happy with how it's turned out. And no one's sort of noticed that it, well, no one's told me that it looks like someone that doesn't know what they're doing to cut it. It's, it's fairly okay. But I'm going there and I'm sort of thinking, do I need to spend that money? I probably do. But because no one's told me that it's absolute garbage, I'm sort of thinking, do I definitely need to? And how do I tell him that I'm quite happy cutting my own hair and I may only need to see him every few months to just correct it? Yeah, this poor man who, you know, has been, his business has been shut for the last six months. Right. He, he actually ventured out on his own. I don't know if he'll ever listen to this, so I apologise, Harry, in advance. But 
it's one of those things where he ventured out onto his own at the end of last year, just as lockdown started. So he's just now getting into the swing of it. And I'm there going to go, well, I actually spent £40 on some clippers. So you're kind of redundant now, but thanks for the memories. So how much does a haircut with Harry cost? Because like some bloke's haircuts are like six quid, aren't they? Yeah, mine's not six quid. It's a bit more than that. Because, you know, equal pay and all this, that and the other. A girl's haircuts, you need a mortgage for. Right. Well, he's he's not cheap. Okay. But he does the beards, you know, he does all of that. He's a proper situation well i guess you have to decide whether you like that whole experience of being pampered and that's worth the money or if you are just happy giving yourself a bit of a buzz i mean you can rephrase that if you would please because that's blasphemous um why is that blasphemous (laughs) you've got such a filthy mind i know on a pg Uh, podcast i don't even I i don't even know why that is rude it's not it's only rude if if meant to be that way i don't know i've gone i've gone awry now. <laughs> um yeah so but do you not like that sort of the idea of you're gonna have an hour where you're away from home Life. yeah <laughs> that sounds like, do you not like the idea you've got an hour away from home i know but i was, no. I'm I was going like, to how say no you're gonna have a get away from the wife and the dog but then i was like poor zoe listens to this yeah, no, we very much do not advocate that. But it I know what you mean. It's just an hour to yourself, isn't it? It's just that self-care. sort of... Self-care. Self-care. Yes. Well, I do. But it was, it was just the whole situation of I'm going to go to him and he's not going to, you know, say I've been doing a wonderful job. But at the same time, I'll be like, I kind of looked after my own hair well enough these past four, five months. I don't know. I'm How just often feeling... would you normally go? Uh, every four weeks. Well, then I think you just, you know, you halve that or what have you. You do your in-between cut and you just right. go. I think that's fair. Okay. Compromise. Yes, this is what I was going to say. So everyone's coming out of lockdown and learning from the experience. Is this something I can get away with saying, I'm just going to do every couple of months and I'll keep it in between? Love that. I think that'll work. Perfect. See, I've, I'm classing this as a decision taken out of my hands, well-made, and I'm going to go with it. Blame me when Harry yeah. goes out of business. Right. I, I'm seeing him this Saturday. So by the time I speak to you next, I will feedback on whether it went down like a ton of bricks or whether I'm booked in in four weeks' time because I curved to uh, peer pressure. Yeah, you just feel too guilty. Yeah. And curved to peer pressure is not a sentence. So caved to peer pressure would be the one. See, I can't even think straight. It is weighing on my mind, unlike my hair. <laughs> Yeah, you might want to get all the haircuts you can get because you don't know how much longer you're going to need a hairdresser. <gasps> oh, it's been a while since we've had an Andy is old joke. Um, <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take it because my own wife points and laughs at the white hairs growing in my beard. And yeah, my hair isn't long for this world, shall we say. <laughs> I think that bald men are very distinguished I'm not I'm not bold yet like I I still have hair. Yes, that's I, what I'm, I'm saying. You need to make the most of having a hairdresser because you never know when it might all disappear. It's true. Okay. Now when you put it like that, it's money well spent. <laughs> <laughs> I I knew this wouldn't end simply and I I should have guessed that it would have ended in me being uh, ridiculed. But that's fine. That's what I'm here for. I'm happy to take that role. It's also what I'm here for to just be mean to you all the time. It's fine. It's I feel that it was a theme 
and and then it went away and I, something's been lacking and that bringing that back is a, a good thing i only do it to people i like it's exactly it's an endearment it is yeah it's fine and we've got a week to catch up on yeah you should think yourself lucky I if do. i'm being overly nice to you that's when you need to worry <laughs> And this podcast today is all over the place. I have literally, my brain is is fried. Mine too. I, I don't know what we're talking about, but you know what? This leads really, really well into Lizzie's quote of the week. Quote of the week. Boom. The less routine, the more life. What? The, I mean, yes, that should be printed outside the pubs because that is what's happened for you the last couple of weeks or so yeah so everything i knew is out out the window but i'm having a great time but that's it and it's the opposite weirdly when lockdown hit that can be applied and we all had less life but now everything's reopening again just readjusting to that and finding life again is very very strange I haven't got Andy's sarcastic alternative quote this week compared to that because I kind of, I want that life bit back, but I also like the routine. So I'm, plus I'm very out of sorts as well tonight. So my mind is not with it at all. This isn't going to be our award winning episode, is it? No, this, this can be the one that, you know, we refer back to as the one we do not talk about. It's good to mix it up. People will not be expecting this low quality production no they will not we have set the bar too high so far and i feel now this is the this is what you could have be thankful for what we normally do i just hope that this isn't someone's first experience of this podcast if it is we are not getting those five star reviews this week at least just this week we'll be back to form or just take pity on us and give us them anyway yes please yes please and feel free to uh Leave a nice review, listen to some other ones where you may actually hear some stuff that you like. And subscribe so that you get better quality content next week. Boom! So on brand. (laughs) I'll tell you what I have been doing, though, that I've somehow managed to find time to do, is watch some classic films. Amazing. Uh, How classic? I watched, for the very first time, Ghostbusters. For the very first time? For the very first time. What? I mean, if I was... You know this about me. I know, I know, but there's certain films that... So I know this about you, but it's the film that takes me by surprise every time because I just... I grew up loving Ghostbusters. I had the fire station. I had the backpack. Uh, I had the thing that they catch them in. Everything. Literally, the backpack and the gun even had this long yellow foam like it was at some sort of laser. I mean, this is a very 90s reference of an outfit. I'm fairly confident they've got better since. But I was obsessed with Ghostbusters. Oh, I loved it. It was brilliant. Good. It was absolutely brilliant. So, yeah, it's come on Netflix, so it was a great opportunity to check it out for the first time. I had actually seen the new, the remake with Melissa McCarthy, and right. which was great. I can't remember who else was on it. In it, Kristen Wiig, was she in it as well? I'm going to say yes. I haven't seen that one, not for any reason other than it's just not been on my to watch list. Yeah, so I had seen that. So it was nice to see the original. I know it's so iconic and that I should have watched it, but there we go. So that is another one ticked off the list. So we've had that. What else is there? Cool Runnings. Oh. Which I loved. Good. Where has that film been my whole life? 
everywhere. What an absolute brilliant movie. If uh, you're tuning in for the first time, the year is 1993 and Lizzie has just found films. (laughs) Uh, No, I love it. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Get on up. It's bobsleigh time. (laughs) It's so good. That is ingrained within me. Uh, I just... It's just happy, good, clean fun, isn't it? It's just, yeah, I watched yeah. it in bed on a Sunday morning and okay. it was brilliant. Good. This is just a bucket list of films to tick off that I feel that I could. I need to give you a list. We need to... You do. So these are ones that you have mentioned to me that I definitely have, have to check out i'm sure there is more there will be i had had my telling off about sister act i can't i can't even return to that because it's still raw in me about the whole live show in london as well oh yes but i've rectified my my viewing and i know have you right i'm just gonna pluck some off the top of my head as well austin powers yes okay fine um titanic of course okay how about something sci-fi like the matrix Yes, I watched The Matrix in full properly with my undivided attention during lockdown. Uh, I had so seen, recent? Yes, yeah, so recent. I had seen seen it before, but kind of in bits and bobs and distracted. So it was nice to fully watch it. And if you follow me on Twitter, you will have seen that I tweeted something like, 20 years too late, but The Matrix is a great film, isn't it? <laughs> But I, I love, like, loved it. Where Good. had that been all my life as well? That's right up my street is The Matrix. Good. For many, many years, that's the film that I watched on repeat. And I would watch it every night going to bed. I was I was lucky growing up. I had a TV in my room. And no one judged my parents for any of this. But I had a TV in my room from when I was about, I want to say, eight. But it might have been ten. So let's say 10. And then I had a video player not long after that as well. So I was just able to watch films and and The Matrix was just one of those films. Austin Powers was another one that I'd go to bed watching. Friends, obviously, on repeat every night. But yeah, many happy memories. I lived in the sticks and Mm -hmm. we only got one TV channel and I didn't have a TV in my room until I was about 16. Did you have to cycle for water and bread as well this sounds like you grew up in victorian times yes and i didn't have shoes (laughs) (laughs) no and (laughs) my parents provided very well for me my childhood was excellent but joking aside we lived so remote you couldn't get channel five that's not a bad thing no, but you know, we just, um, I didn't have Sky or anything like that. My mum was quite strict about what we watched and stuff as well. So that's why we just, and we didn't really have videos and things. And then I, yeah, I think I was about 15 when I got a TV in my room. And then I used to sneak watch everything. So mm-hmm. I used to put the volume on about level two. Yep. And I used to watch Sex and the City. Yes. Sorry to get so excited by that, but yes, that's exactly what I used to watch as well. So I'd have that on. I think it was Thursday nights. Obviously, it was on quite late and I'd be in bed watching it lights out, volume on level two. And then my mum would always come up and just check that we were like asleep and like okay before she went to bed. And so as soon as I heard her feet come down the corridor, I would put the TV on standby. The remote went under the pillow. I'd pretend to be asleep. My mum would <laughs> put her head around the door and just check we're okay, say goodnight, and then she'd go off again. And then I'd put it back on again. Amazing. This sounds and, familiar. Yeah. And then on Fridays, we had biology 
first thing in the morning and me and my friends, we sat on this table of four and we'd talk about Sex and the City and then our biology teacher would come over as well and she'd join in and she was like, did you watch Sex and the City last night? So that's kind of a really like strong memory from from secondary school. That's quite a progressive uh, biology teacher that you've got. I don't feel that in this modern age that we have now, a teacher talking to 15-year-old students about Sex and the City would be, well, would be a good thing. I don't know, it's just joining in popular culture. Fine, absolutely fine. I had a very similar experience and I would watch The Sopranos and stuff you shouldn't, you know, from a young age as well, I think, or technically shouldn't, stuff that was 15, 18. It was just there and I, I had this whole world open up to me and I think that's where I started watching a lot of movies and my love for movies got in. That's probably why I've watched so many as well, just because they were there, I would be able to record stuff and just watch it back at my leisure I would I was quite into it I mean, you make it sound like I'm quite a lonely child as well and I had nothing else to do but it was always just when I was going to bed I'd just make sure I was watch whatever I wanted to yeah it's what you have available to you isn't it I mean I was that very stereotypical like in the countryside we weren't really in watching tv not that there's anything wrong with that it was very much like kicked out the back door climbing trees playing football and my mum had a bell like a proper like old school bell and she would ring it out the back of the door and you could hear that bell wherever you were in the village and that would be our call to come home for tea does it also mean that all the other kids went to their homes as well Um, it was kind of famous in the village because everybody knew that my mum had this spell. They thought it was genius that she would just stand outside the back door. And... I love this. This this picture, we should do, you know, when, when people reach a certain point in their career and then they get some sort of biopic about their younger childhood days. I feel this is writing itself. Like this is your life type. Yeah. You're going to present is... me with a red book. And that. my ex-boyfriend's going to come back to haunt me. Ooh. No, I mean, this is we're creating lots of TV shows here. I was just thinking some sort of biopic, but no, actually, this is this is good stuff. I'm going to have to jot this down. Yeah, please don't go through the X-Files. Oh, the, the X-Files. That's, I was obsessed. Mulder and Scully, I was obsessed. Yeah, I didn't really watch that. It was a bit scary. I think my sister was really into it. I feel like it was maybe a bit scary and on a bit late. I don't know. I don't ever remember watching The X-Files. It was, it just, I don't know. There's something about it and I don't think it would wash now. I'm surprised that's not in any archive. I wonder if that's on Netflix because Gillian Anderson is like... She's still huge. Yeah, she's so popular at the moment and she's in so many amazing things. So I wouldn't surprise if that one was sort of lurking around in one of these. I'd, I've tried to go back a couple of times and I haven't done it for a while and I've rewatched from the start. And there, there are some very spooky ones in there. There are some things that make you look at things slightly differently, but... I feel that it would be very dated now very quickly. Obviously, mobile phones being one thing, but haircuts, you know, outfits, all that sort of stuff would come across very dated. But then they have done other stuff. And, you know, David Duchovny, have you seen Californication? No, I haven't. I haven't. But I was just going to say then, everybody at work this week is talking about Line of Duty. It's it's everywhere, isn't it? And I've never watched it. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) If it's on the list and you're currently at 1993, I feel that they're going to have a long wait before they can talk to you about it. And we were in a Teams meeting today and 
line of duty just seemed to dominate the meeting and there was a couple of us on there that had never seen it we were like we can't join in on this and everyone was like oh my god I can't believe you've not seen it it's amazing you need to go back and watch it and I was like I'm still working my way through spooks I've got two seasons <sighs> left left to go and that finished about 10 years ago yes it did very much did uh, wow spooks was great but I am too... also technology's moved on a little bit since spooks <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it there's has. A of, there's a lot of flip phones. Oh, but the, I mean, the Motorola Razor's coming back, so you know everything has its day. That'll look normal again. But um, I'm two series into Line of Duty, but I have been to maybe even onto the third. But I have been that way for about two years now. So every time there's been a new series, I've tried to carry on, but I'm only that far in and I just try and block it out but I'm thinking by the time I come to watch it I will have forgotten all the spoilers I've seen anyway well it, by the sounds of it it's all very very complicated so I, know. I don't think anyone's really following what's happening they're the best shows to send you to sleep <laughs> that's a controversial sentence about Line of Duty I might one day watch it you know in about 10 years time or something it's fine it just sounds to me like you've been putting off stuff to watch all of this time but now you're getting now it's now you're finding it for the first time and I'm kind of jealous I'm kind of envious of that and that was the good thing about watching Ghostbusters and Cool Runnings to an extent like they didn't feel dated no obviously they they are but visually I didn't think they they look too dated and I guess because of the subject matter and it wasn't all about like technology and things like that they were quite sort of fantasy well Mm -hmm. cool runnings isn't but I don't know it just um they felt really really relevant and enjoyable and it didn't matter that they were what like 30 years old yeah uh easily 25 30 years no it'll be it will be 30 let's not beat around the bush it will be 30 i think cool runnings was like 92 93 so that is getting on for 30 years we've got to call it that now haven't we yeah sadly well, I... i've not had any homework for a few weeks is well, there anything that i should be going to watch this week how are you with all of the marvel world and stuff like that do you I've like it quite yeah i do like it i've watched quite a lot of them but somebody was telling me the other day that they or this was back in lockdown maybe back in january they were working their way through them in the kind of supposed order chronological on, order yeah because they're all on disney plus aren't they yeah and so i thought that might be quite fun to do because I love them and my friends are into them as well. So I've seen a lot of them at the cinema, but I've not necessarily seen all of them and all in the right order. So for example, I haven't seen Black Panther. I haven't seen... So good. Ant-Man versus... And the Wasp. Yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Or Ant-Man versus Wasp, something like that. There's there's a Wasp in there. (laughs) Yeah. Nasty little things. I think there's maybe a Captain America that I haven't seen. I'm going to... Of the Avengers, maybe. So, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, by the way, is my fave. Incredible. It's mine, too. It's just, I'm going to say something controversial, that I'm not I'm, I'm not geeking out on Marvel. I enjoy certain bits, and I like certain bits. But some people, like you say, follow every single thing, and each piece of a puzzle, I like that, you know, there are little Easter eggs you can spot in certain things and stuff like that. But I'm just, I, I'm going to need to do that homework as well. I'm going to need to go back and watch stuff in order just to be able to get up to watching what's coming out now or next. And I feel like I'm even behind and I've seen Ghostbusters 25 years ago. (laughs) But aren't there something like 27 or something ridiculous like that Marvel films? It's going to take... Three hours each. 
Yeah, it's going to take forever to see all of that. My question then, have you seen The Lord of the Rings? I have, <laughs> but, but I slept in the cinema during the last film. Okay. I've, I mean, I've fallen asleep in the cinema as well, actually, and I'm trying to remember what it was for now, but I've fallen asleep once in the cinema too. It would be interesting to re-watch them now. At the time, I think I was about 17, 16, 17 when they came out. I just wasn't that interested. I think, was Harry Potter out around the same time? Yeah. It's more my vibe. Although <laughs> Harry Potter, I don't think the Harry Potter films are great, the early ones anyway. I think they should remake all of those. Oh, controversial. No, I don't. Controversial? Because, no, I don't think that at all. I don't think that. I don't think the early ones are that great, but I don't think they should remake them because no. nobody other than Alan Rickman can play Snape. Amen to that. Rest in peace, Alan Rickman. He absolutely owned that character. Snape has always been my favourite character. Even from the first book, I knew he was good. I knew he wasn't evil. I knew he was good. And he's my favourite. And then Alan Rickman is my, was my inappropriate crush. Like I've always, <gasps> There's a topic we haven't done before. I've always had such a thing for him. I just think he's amazing. You know, Sheriff of Nottingham. Not Love Actually, though. Oh, even in Love Actually. Oh, he, oh especially in Love Actually. Yeah, but, <laughs> I but, know that's so controversial. That is controversial. Breaking Emma Thompson's heart. But you can't. You can't. Unpopular opinion. But yeah, I get it. The Sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah, I, I, that is a topic we need to we need to come back to. I feel. Oh, R.I.P. I know, but definitely, I think that there is some merit to you continuing this habit and going back through classic films or you know, the Marvel ones or whatever you want to find. But there's there's some great new ones. But if there's a raft of films that you haven't seen before and some classic ones, oh, I'm just, I think we need to throw a couple back and forward and come back again and see what we can find that we haven't both watched. Yeah, so if anybody has got any recommendations of stuff that I definitely, absolutely should have watched, yeah, you can 99% sure guarantee that whatever it is that you submit, I won't have seen it. My caveat is I won't watch anything too horrifically gory and violent. Good. Yeah, I grew up watching stuff like Stephen King films and Hellraiser and all those sorts of it was with friends you know like school friends I was it was like oh this have you seen this and my friend could record off Sky and he'd just tape stuff like that so it was very very normal for us to watch something we shouldn't be watching Predator and all those sorts of things and then I've grown up now even seeing something through Gogglebox I'm like well that's jumpy isn't it don't think I want to see that no, like I've got a real bad thing about, I don't know, it's just when it's really realistic and just horrific. Yeah, no one needs to see like gross things. Anyway, apart from that, send in your recommendations. Um, yes. Andy's going to tell everybody, because I have no idea, how can people get in touch with us? Well, you can send Lizzie and myself any recommendations on Twitter, at PodcrassPod, on Insta, at PodcrastinationPod, or email us in a long list, please do, to contact podcrastination at gmail.com. Andy, have you tweeted this week? I have. After a reminder text of sorts today, I'm going to say it was from producer Lizzie. I was just asking you to proofread my Instagram post. That's fine. It was a healthy reminder and I promptly added to Twitter and I will continue in that vein of form. Okay. 
Well done. Gold star. And thank you. And if you do slide into our DMs on Twitter, seven to 10 business days for a response is perfectly normal. <laughs> it's not like an out of office automatic reply. <laughs> there needs to be. There really does on, on all of social DMs. Well, Andy, let's hope that this time next week we are slightly more organised. Let's do it. Let's be the voice of the people. And this week, the people are unprepared, out of sync, but loving life not the routine and until next time i will see you next tuesday i'll see you next tuesday andy bye Bye.